It's Christmas week. So grab your significant other, your wife, your girlfriend, both. Throw on Die Hard, sit back, whip out your candy cane, get your bells jingled, and give her the eggnog. This week on Top 5 for Fighting. <laughs> Merry oh, yeah. Christmas. That's really fucking Christmassy. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about it this week on Top 5 for Fighting. Dozens and dozens of years, decades of years. Decades, decades of years. De- That's... First of all, first of all, give spoilers. Okay, we are, oh, yeah, are going to yeah. talk about spoilers That here. would have been a huge dick if, move. Get the Charmin. Greg's going <laughs> to shit on something. Tell you this. what's going on. There's a bunch of monkeys looking like they're fucking a coconut. Literally anything in the goddamn fridge. Two hours later, you've got a Haitian mudslide going on, and then it's just... <laughs> You're like, why did I do this? Here we go. I, He's I got really, that look on his face really like he's getting ready to punch this, a baby. Yeah, this this movie was a bag of dicks for me. He used to run through the house <laughs> just hauling nothing ass, but underwear. Probably naked, too. His underwear, hauling ass. I'm going to have me some fun. I'm going to have me some fun. How long did that take to write? Uh, f- honestly, I... <laughs> see, Greg, that's the stupid shit that goes through my head throughout the day. I, I wish that I had that kind of time. I had like, oh, it's not time. It's just, it's it's nonstop. It's on a loop up in my head. Just dumb shit. What can I use to do the open? My week last week was so freaking hectic that I'm literally, I had, I, where I did my top five list yesterday on the drive to Orlando with Susan because I have not been able to think about that type of stuff. It's just been straight balls out work. So tired of balls it. Out. I'm taking next December off. Fucking, I, and I told my boss, you. I said, I'm taking it off. I don't even give a shit if I get paid. Do it. Why not? Two more days. I got two more days, and my Christmas break begins. I get 10 days off. It's Christmas week. It makes me so happy. I'm I'm already hard. I mean, like I said, it's it's Christmas week. Already. I know. Well, I, wanted, I, I say it every year. I'm going to enjoy my Christmas. I'm going to have free time. I'm going to get to do things. That lasts, that lasts until about five minutes the day after Thanksgiving. So, uh, dude, we are dolled up this week, for lack of a better word. For those of you watching us on YouTube... Special occasions. You get to see some special shirts, some special t-shirts. I can describe Mike's. Can they see it? Yeah, they can see it. Because guess what I watched last night? Die Hard? If you had to guess. Die Hard 4. Uh, no, the, the original. Why would you watch the original? Because it's Christmas. I, and I'm kidding. <laughs> to tie that in with our list. And I have, uh, four or five years ago, I was given a set so of underoos for Christmas. And so they are jealous. Boba Fett underoos. And I have on the top, because I am not putting on the whitey grays because they're gray. They're not white. Pussy. Well, maybe if I, maybe later. Um, <laughs> director's, director's cut. Yeah. Dire- <laughs> so uh, I got on a Boba Fett. Underoos. I, I had I had a shirt. I had a shirt that I was gonna wear that says "Who needs mistletoe with a face like this?" But then I went to put that on and I saw the underoos there and I'm like, you know what? After what happened this Friday, this past Friday, I got a boba. Uh, I got a boba it up. Um, and I'm not talking about that tea either. It's, I mean, I our top five list this week is gonna be a lot of fun. I put a lot of time into that, so I didn't even mess around looking with two reasons. One, a lot of stuff going on top five list this week i wanted to make sure it was epic yeah and 
I mean, let's be honest. After what just happened on The Mandalorian. Yeah, we got stuff we can What talk else about. are we going to talk about? We are probably the least prepared as far as the show goes this week as we've ever been, simply because of the top five list and work being so busy and everything. But I figured we would just bullshit for about 45 minutes. We can do that. We've done it before. We'll just, I, it's, and we'll start off We'll start off with spoilers. We're going to start off with Mandalorian in the fight season finale. not, and I cannot stress this enough, have not watched Mandalorian season finale of season two, it's it's going to get wrecked. Yeah, don't. Yeah, um, top to bottom. T- top to bottom. T to B, as Nick would say. So uh, <laughs> before we get into that, the season as a whole, your thoughts, start to finish. All right, I gotta paint a picture for you for that oh, story time with Greg. We all know how I feel about Miami Vice. Right? Oh, absolutely. Love Miami Vice. Without it's a, a doubt. In my opinion, it's the best show that's ever been on TV. I, people will tell me that it's not, and that's fine. I will totally understand if you tell me it's not. I get it. The last couple of seasons was a little weak, but it's a show that has always spoken to me, and I loved it. This is, The Mandalorian, is the best show that's ever been on TV. I'm not, I, I know that it might be a little bit different because it's a streaming service. I, I'll say it's the best TV, that, well, however you want to put it. This show is bar none perfect there's a couple little things i look at like in this week's episode i was watching it and loving it but there's the scene where they're actually on gideon's ship mm-hmm. and they're getting to they're going to the bridge and they're fighting the stormtroopers and they'll be like pew 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 and they'd walk up on they'd punch it and then pew pew just pew pew it just shoot it see you know what i mean that was one thing that i had an opposite take on that i was like instead of just the old again 80s just the one punch, and then the person's knocked out and they're dead. They're they're, they're yeah. gone. She was knocking them out and then finishing them with a shot. Right, but what? I, and I and I and I'm okay with it. Because, John Wick like. Yeah, because you wanted the action. I get I get why they do it because because they want the fighting and everything. Right. But just I mean at that point just shoot them and move on because you're on a time crunch. But yeah. but we'll get to that a little later. Yeah. The, there is nothing about this show that they've done last year and this year that you can go. Why would they do that? What, what that's a stupid direction for the story to oh that's special effects it's 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 perfect right it's it's perfect and I I said a couple weeks ago about the whole I hope it's not every year well we're rescuing Grogu again we're rescuing it, they've obviously gone a different route dude it's like smart I, I mean this is I I I got I hate to say it but I think that I think that this is probably the best thing Star Wars has ever done and I'm going to put that above a New Hope and Empire Strikes Back. It's um it's perfect. I cannot it's disagree perfect. with that. And one of the themes that runs through this show that I really really like, which also is the same thing that kind of pisses Dylan off, is because throughout both seasons there have been a handful of episodes where it's a consolidated story for just that episode uh-huh. he's got a mission this is what he's got to go do Mi- missions over episodes over we move on to next week i i have no problem with that because it's an eight hour series let me it's, get, yeah, it's it, not it, even that it's really actually it's like six because yeah. your episodes uh, i think some of them are only like 31 minutes yeah some of them are shorter than others um but but i'm okay you're i'm, I'm totally okay with what you're saying the Absolutely. individualized story aspects of it are great Obviously, there's a big underlying story um, that we just, you know, this season's was amazing. Each each week gives you a closure of some sort. But it, what happens now? Like, where does this show go now? You know, unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to read it. 
I saw an article on uh, Facebook that from like Screen Ramp or Box Office or whatever. One, you know, one of the people that always you know has the articles out there. There, they had their theories on it. I didn't get a chance to read it. I think, I think what I mean. Well, let's be honest. If you go from uh, if you go from uh, Jedi to Force Awakens, you have that period in there where Luke screws up with Kylo training the training and he disappears. So maybe Grogu is a part of that. What I'm curious about is if Grogu is as badass as he is, because I mean, literally like at the end of the episode seven, he's just flipping those stormtroopers around. That was so fucking great. Hilarious. It was so perfect. Um, where is he at in the realm of force awakens last Jedi rise of Skywalker? Where, where is he at? You know what I mean? Is he still young and training? Is he, the basis of the next three movies that they've said they're you see there's a lot of things we got going because Yoda was what 800 years old 700 Nine. years old 900 years old yep. so there's a lot of time that's going to pass as far as Grogu maturing you know maybe Luke set him up with you know maybe he's with a show I don't know who Ashoka who knows who knows but uh, um I think that what happens next season in the Mandalorian is now it's now been set up again spoilers. Um, it's going to be a lot of tension between him and Bo-Katana over the dark saber. Now that he has it, and she can't technically, she Just can't technically it. use it because she has to defeat him in combat. Which it'll be if they decide to keep. I, and I hope they do. I hope they he, they kind of teased it a little bit. The whole mission that Bo-Katana has is to rescue her their home planet of Mandalore. What if that's the episode? What if that's the direction they go? Now they're going to take their shit. Then now they want to go back and take their own planet. I think that that is where they're headed. But there's going to be that strife between Mando and Bo Katana over the dark saber. I hope, or maybe he is now the leader. And he doesn't even want it. Yeah, no, he doesn't. He's like, I yield. Yeah, I give up. Can have it. Yeah, you can take it. Yeah, he wants no part of that. And I thought that was a tad bit. I do think that was a tad bit lazy to have. Um, that just kind of, uh, uh, what do they call it? When you tension, not tension. It's um, exposition. Okay. When they have that type of exposition coming from Moff Gideon, he's on his knees. He's like, oh yeah, she can't use it. She, oh, yeah. you know, you're like, come on, it's a dick. Mo- he knew the entire time. Oh, he, he did. He, he, oh, he did. Which was awesome. Yeah, I, I, I would have liked to have had that dialogue come between the two of them, and not just some guy going, you know, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna pop out of frame for a second. Oh, guess what? You can't use it. Yeah, it was... Uh, you have to take it from her. You know what I mean? I, You're like, God damn it. I thought it was great only because it painted him out to be such a, like, dick. Yeah. It, because manipulating is the word that I wanted to use. It was manipulative because he knew... He almost had this whole thing thought out. Didn't plan on Luke showing up. Spoilers. Yeah. Um, in fact, the look on his face when that X-Wing flew in told me it it was perfect well you knew you like, knew who it was oh, as soon as you saw the x-wing as soon as you saw the x-wing you knew who it was right I, be honest 90 percent. i did i knew it 100 only knew it. i mean of of course who else it's going to be that's but exactly you there are no options <clears throat> in my head i'm like they're not really doing this are they like are, are they really is if you watch all the reaction videos on youtube watch them they're fantastic they're they're genuine too that's the common thing that a lot of people were saying is like are, are they doing this? Is this ha- is this really going to happen? Also, the the when as soon as you saw the lightsaber open, 
and the person fight, you knew you knew it was Luke. It had to be. You, you knew it. There was there was nobody else. My question is, uh, obviously the the dark troopers were badass. Um, uh, they, they, they look like Vader. Yeah, they they did. They look like Vader. Uh, why what why wasn't Mando? Because I mean. He fought that one and was underpowered. He was getting his ass but, whooped. Yeah, but he had the dark saber now. Why didn't he use the dark saber to whip that ass? You know, they could have went that route. I don't know. Um, they they have they have a reason, and I'm not going to doubt it because everything they've given us right up to this. Well, has at that been point, he perfect. didn't have it yet. Yeah, he did when they were locked. The dark saber when they were locked in the bridge. Oh, in when the they bridge, were we were on the bridge. Luke, yeah, when Luke air quotes rescued them. I'm like, he didn't even have it out. He had his blaster, knowing that his blaster was ineffective, but. You know, at small, small, itty bitty little problem. It's like, yeah, he was watching Luke just clean house. What's your best? What's the best line? The best line of the season, the best line of the show, and maybe one of the best Star Wars lines ever was in this episode of Mandalorian. And it's when, um, uh, the the girl, the the UFC girl, what's what's her name? Oh, Cara Dune. Cara Dune. When she says, somebody says, somebody says, it's an X wing, and she goes, "Oh, great, we're saved." Yeah, one yeah. X wing, great, yeah. we're saved. A- actually, you, you yeah. are. Um, greatest, yeah. one of the best lines in Star Wars I, that I've ever heard it was amazing. Why don't you just take set this one out? <laughs> yeah, because you don't need to do nothing. <laughs> you you got to do shit. Yeah. Uh, uh, so good. It's it it is it is the best thing that they've ever done. We've also had friends of ours that. Normally, I'll just, I mean, girl, women friends of ours um, that are watching it with their husbands that are not Star Wars fans that love this show. That love it. That says a lot. That does say a lot. Um, it, it's it's not like what, what's going to happen is, and I'm sure happens is, and I know Amy is right in this group. It's Star Wars, and eh, I'm out. It, it it is. In fact, it's the most Star Wars thing we've ever seen, but in a different way. That is not, you know on the big screen and there's just lightsabers flying everywhere. Like it's, this is a story driven show. Yeah, it is impressively done. And there's not as much action as this is in this, as there would be in like a two hour movie or anything, but it does have, it does have some good action scenes. Uh, if you haven't watched it to um, you, don't you think that makes the action that when we do get it that I much think better? So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I agree. I agree. Plus it's, it's good. It's, it's, and, and it's not over the top, ridiculous, unbelievable action either. You know what I mean? And now Star Wars, let's, I, I know it's not believable and it's not, oh, well, we can do this. I get it. And it's suspense of disbelief. If it was believable, it would yeah. suck. Yeah. The suspense, you got to suspend your, your, your disbelief there. But it's, it's, it's not Jedis that are fighting. It's actual people. It's just trained people. So it is, it, it is a, it is a lot better. I, it would have so been good. people been like us have been screaming for for the past ten years. We, Thirty. We we want a Boba Fett movie. We've been we've been scream we've been screaming for oh yeah we've been screaming for this type of Star Wars since after Empire or the uh, Return of the Jedi. Oh, I agree. This this is what we've wanted. This is what I wanted when the Phantom Menace came out. I now, will say Force Awakens gave that to us. Force Awakens was very good. But we were so starved. Jeez, I can't stop yawning. Yeah, um, stop that shit, bro. God. Um, it's his hat. It's making me all warm and, and like fuzzy feel like nap time. Um, Force Awakens gave that to us, but we were so starved for it. And it, I mean, the last two movies, obviously, people are going to have their say on it. The middle one, I, I don't like for the sole reason of what they did with Luke. We've established that. But there's Force lot, Awakens was so good, in good yeah, because it gave us what we remember, just in an updated way. You know, we get the Falcon back. You get Han and Chewie back. Yep. You know, we get a new good guy, a new bad guy. You know, it was it was good. Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. I had I had zero problems with because it was the best they could do with the shit pile they were given in the second movie. Um, 
But Mandalorian, Jesus Christ. I feel like I'm 10 years old. It, it's, a, it's a freaking home run. It is a home run. And... Can't we, say I, we, yeah. I, I mean we talk about this for hours. And not we literally not, could. Not having a bag of a Mike's bag of shit this week, we'll go ahead and um we'll go ahead and drop the uh hammer on what Disney kept a secret until after the credits of this. Let's go there, please, speaking of your shirt. Yeah. I got my Boba Fett shirt on. So if you haven't seen it, there is a post credits trailer on The Mandalorian this week. Which I missed. When I watched it Friday morning, yeah, because who? Because there's a lot of credits on that show. Who who watches that? But I did have to watch it before work. So when I was watching it, I was done. I'm like, okay, great, and start my day. I don't have to worry about any spoilers. I'm just gonna go to work and think about this all day. The post trailer scene opens up on Jabba's palace, and it's literally a shot from the beginning of Return of the Jedi. What was your first thought? My first thought was Boba's going back to kick some ass. That was my first thought. God, I was. And guess what happens, guys? Boba goes back and kicks some ass. Basically, we're not going to ruin it for you if you haven't seen it. Uh, Dude, at uh, this point, yeah, yeah, at this point, it, it, I mean, it, we did give a spoiler warning. There's some action. There's some action that goes down, and it ends with Boba sitting on Jabba's throne with that other the chick. Did it remind you of something? When you that shot of Boba sitting on the throne, the way he was sitting, it reminded me of the the way the Emperor used to sit on the throne in the in the old Star Wars movies. That, but if. As soon as I tell you what I thought of, I think you'll agree totally. Right, tell me. Conan at oh, the yeah. end of the movie 100%. sitting on the throne, leaning forward like, who's next? Yeah, 100%. Uh, he, they go up, they wipe out the palace, he sits down, and then it says, The Book of Boba Fett 2021. So, so we, we got a Boba Fett series coming, son. So that means next year, in December, we will have the new Mando season and a Boba Fett series. Well, we don't know when it's coming out, but it's it's coming. It's supposed to be next year. So let's hell. Let's hope Wait, it's before December. Which one? Boba. Boba Fett. Yeah, yeah. it says December two thousand twenty-one. Oh, I thought it said. I thought it, I just thought it said twenty twenty-one. December. All right. De- December of ne- this time next year, right. which means camera gonna, cameras are going to be rolling. How soon? How badass was it? The beginning of this episode with Slave One flying around doing the shit it was doing. I'm sorry. I tell you what, if they, I, I was never a huge Boba Fett fan. Okay, I never got the fascination with Boba Fett. Nobody was for no, the longest no, time. Yeah. Well, everybody loved him in the Empire Strikes Back. Even though he was the a armor. bad guy. Yeah, it's the armor. The armor. Um, but now I'm. I want to see it. I want to. This ship might be my favorite ship in the Star Wars universe because it's fucking. It's sweet. right there with the Falcon. Yeah. Right exactly. There. The things it can do. When it when it was done chasing the Imperial shuttle at the beginning and it zipped back out into hyperspace. Oh my God, that was so cool. I kind of got chills. So on top of all the the Mickey Mouse dick on the table shit that uh, Disney did last week, they they said one more thing before Christmas comes. Oh, by the way, our last present to you is you're going to get a Boba series, which people have been screaming for forever. And unfortunately, the actor that played the original Boba Fett passed last week. Yeah, I mean he was what 77? 75, I think so he was up there. So last year we lost uh, Chewbacca. And uh, R two D two, and this year's Darth Vader. And Darth Vader, and um, uh, costume Darth Vader. N- yeah, not not James Earl Jones. Jones. Didn't Carrie Fisher? Thank God. No, Carrie Fisher passed before the last movie. That so. was before the last yeah. movie. Yeah, and it just God that really well, reminds us that we're not exactly kids anymore. No, well, but, I mean, Empire Strikes Back was forty something years ago. So and, well, it was literally forty years because I went to see the. You That's know, right. They brought it back this for year. the anniversary this year in AMC. So yeah, that that was the uh, Mandalorian this week. Yeah, 
And um, speaking of the movies, I did go to the movies. I heard that. I did. I treated myself. It was Christmas does bring a little bit of stress as parents. Duh. Um, but I think Christmas brings stress as just individuals. The uh, the wife is steering that ship through the Christmas storm just fine. So Hey-o. I was like, I'm I I need to go see a movie. So I checked out of work. I went to go see Monster Hunter and Dolby at AMC. Mike movie all the way. I've heard a handful of things about it. I, Without I, a doubt. I told you last week it's going to be kind of a, as a, as far as like a acting, a movie goes, it might be a pile of shit, but I think it's going to be a fun movie to watch. That seems to be the consensus. The consensus is it's a lot of fun. There's not a lot of people in this movie. Uh, I, I would love to see the cast list. I'll bet there's not more than 12 people in this movie. Like total. The opening scene has the most people because it takes place on this old pirate ship. Um, I'm not even going to worry about spoilers because chances are none of you are going to go see it. Um, I played the game Monster Hunter when it was out on PlayStation. I think it was a few years ago. Yeah. Didn't get into it like Resident Evil or, you know, beat the whole thing or anything like that. It It is exactly what the movie looks like. You have badass weapons and you go hunt big-ass monsters. Nice. That's really what it is. Well, what more um, do you want? I mean, for an action movie, really. And in Dolby, it was... <laughs> I made the joke earlier that my spleen is bruised. It, yeah, the bass in this movie, the dragons, the yelling of the monsters, the, the it's. You said it was the loudest movie you've ever seen in Dolby. Without this is the loudest movie ever, and it, not just because it was loud for the sake of being loud. It was loud because a dragon that big or a monster that big is going to be that loud. Like it, it fit the movie. In the bass and Dolby just sounds incredible. It's not overwhelmingly loud. It sounds great, but you're like Jesus. Christ, like nice. my ears are ringing. But it was a, it was a fun movie. It's just good. It was a video game movie. It's exactly what you'd expect it to be. So what, what more do you want? I mean, if that's the type of movie that you want to see, nothing. then there you go. That, nothing that, exactly. Plus, it was the theater. Let's hope it gets things rolling was, again. I mean, maybe two hours. It seemed like it was. It didn't get to the point where like, God, is this thing ever going to end? But it, it felt like a normal two-hour movie, maybe a little bit less. Good enough. It was fun. It's fun way to kick off a weekend. Hell yeah. Yeah, for sure. Sweet. Yeah, I'll be, be interested to see what the box office numbers are for that. Well, when do those usually come out? Because uh, it released tomorrow. Friday, so we'll, you'll, we'll get, find you'll out. get weekend. You, they, they have speculation numbers today, but the, the the final numbers will be tomorrow. The weekend numbers come out on Monday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm in, curious to see what what that's going to come out at. A lot of people have gone and seen it from what I from what I'm seeing on the internet chatter. To be honest with you, um, I know Colby went and saw it. So video games are big. I, yeah, that was. A pretty popular game. So, what was Colby's tweet? Colby, he said, uh, went and saw it, had fun. Makes me want to. I never played the game, but it makes me want to go play it. That's yeah, what he said that was. Uh, it, it's accurate because I, I, in fact, I responded to him. I said the same thing. I said that this, I played it a little bit, but it kind of makes me want to go back and replay it because it was just, it was just fun to watch. Yeah. Um, speaking of, I know I don't have like the big movie shit this week, but sticking on the video game aspect of it. The Resident Evil series is coming out on Netflix next year. Okay. Takes place in Raccoon City. Uh, you know, the two main characters, uh, Chris Redfield's in it. I think Joe Valentine's in it f- from the game. Really excited about that because they said it will take place unlike the other shit movies we were handed. Um, follow the game premise very closely. So I'm really excited about that. Didn't the first Resident Evil take place in Raccoon City? <laughs> that much yeah 
just the just hive a, was there. Just enough to say, oh look, Raccoon City, gotta just, go. Just enough to say, hey, we've got Resident Evil stuff in here. Okay, now let's go off on our own crazy stuff. I've seen every one of those movies, but I had I I, I had to see them all because because you have to. But yet I have was, never I haven't watched any of them more than once because I was not impressed by any of them. It was kind of not. It was a disservice to those movies because if those movies had been on their own and weren't called Resident Evil. Uh, probably would have been more popular because lo- people wouldn't have been disappointed. Correct, because yeah. Resident Evil fan base has been... I mean, that game's been around... I know it was the first game I ever played on a PS2 or, or on the original PS1, on, uh, on the original PlayStation. Um, it was it was incredible. They were so good. The, it was they super so good, good, but they really there's, strayed there's, away from the source material. There's been like 85 Resident Evil games, and there's a reason because yep. most of them have been worth playing. In the most recent one, Resident Evil 7... Um, which I did play all the way through, beat it. It's 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 not impossible, but it it, it is tough. You're gonna you're gonna replay quite a few boss fights, but it literally that's the first game since the original. It feels like you're playing a horror movie. So Resident Evil nice. Seven, fantastic, and Resident Evil Eight that's coming out on the PS5. If I ever fucking get one, um, oh, they're gonna be available tomorrow. We'll definitely be playing it. Yeah. I've got the cars lined up there's to a, block in the truck. There's a story for you. Damn it, Greg. So everyone's been fighting tooth and nail to get PlayStation 5, right? Hunger Game style. It's it's just random. Stealing them off moving trucks, for Christ's sake. It's fucking Thunderdome out there to get a PS5. Friend of Dylan's, Jake, had got one. He had a day off. He you know spent hours on the phone or on the app for Walmart or whatever. He gets one. He said it took him a couple hours. But now what the retailers are doing is random times throughout the day, they're doing drops. Like, they'll tease it on Twitter. Like, I think it was Thursday, there was a drop coming at 3 o'clock. And I have an account set up on Walmart. I I mean, I literally had every, you know, he was telling me what to do, you know, to make sure that you're, to increase your chances. So they dropped at 3, 310, 320, and 340. So every 10 minutes... And they're selling out like in in seconds. Inst- instantly, yeah. So I'm like, God damn it. Well, I'm going to give it a shot. So I've got Walmart set up. I'm in my account. I've got my gift card that I had saved up all year loaded on that. So basically all my eggs are in the Walmart basket, okay? I'm, I'm all like chips in the middle of the table, Walmart. So I'm, you cashed in your get upside for Walmart? Yes, okay, I cashed in enough. my upside, got the Walmart gift card. It was digital, so I load all that. It's so like my account, ready to go. All you got to do is hit buy. All I got to do. So, well, no, what you have to do is add to cart and then check out. So, like, my third try, so that would have been 3, 310, 320. I hit add to cart. It goes in my cart, and I'm, like, shaking, like, holy shit. So, it's in my cart, and I'm choosing to get the digital one, the the, the cheaper one, because at this point... You don't... I'm, you won't. We talked about it. Yeah, yeah, you just don't need it. Exactly. So why pay the extra? So bucks? Why, why pay it if I don't? I'll buy a Blu-ray player. They're, they're super cheap Fucking now. A. So I hit add to cart. It's in there. It's in, I'm looking at my cart now, and I go to hit purchase, and it says sorry, item is currently out of stock. My question is, if I have an item in my cart ready to get purchased, why is it being taken out of my cart and in that not counting towards my purchase? If I don't buy it, then it just, you know, after whatever time, yeah, take it out, put it back available. But because I didn't go boom, boom fast enough, I lost. I, the, basically, I, I'm going to guess that what happens is it doesn't take it out of stock until it's paid for because they don't want you to have something in your cart 
and then it'd be held and they can't sell it's it. It's like tying up a movie theater on the app without actually buying yeah. it. I, I yeah. mean, but come on. Yeah, that fucking sucks. Like, is it the end of the world? No. Am I going to get one eventually? Yes. Do I kind of wish I could do it already? Yeah, but it's... Of course. I, I'm, of course. I'll just keep going. I'll just keep trying, but... Oh, I'm sorry about the disappointment. Yeah, you know what? That's 2020. <laughs> In a fucking nutshell. Right? Uh, can we talk about my sweatshirt? We can talk about your sweatshirt. <laughs> this is also the kind of dumb shit that runs through my head, Greg. And a lot of it revolves around this podcast now. Good enough. So, literally had to run to Walmart for a few stuff. And for no reason, zero reason at all, I was like, man, I should make a, a diehard shirt. So, I'm going to go see if they have gray sweatshirts in stock. Because I know that's what the guy was wearing in yeah. the movie. Sure enough, they had one left. Just one? One. One left. Because apparently everyone's got this idea. What the fuck? Um, one gray sweatshirt? What, Hell, I well, had one you could have used. Plain, plain gray sweatshirt. So, I'm like, oh. Now, let's see if I can go find her. Of course, you know, I found a red, a red paint marker. It's perfect. I'm like, there we go. So I got home last night, Nailed turned it. on turned on Die Hard, and then penned out this shirt. Ho. 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 Such a good fucking movie. It Still, is. it holds it's, up. It's such, it is really a good movie. Alan Rickman. And I will say this. You you know me about my rules. Yeah. And, and movies. Understandable. And uh, um, there was really only in that movie, as ridiculous as that movie is, mm-hmm. there's only two points where I go, no. Can I guess? Yes. The fire hose. No, I'll I'll allow that. You'll allow that? Those fire hoses are fucking strong. It, it, now, kicking through the window down when he gets down there and shooting it, he had to shoot it. That right. that You're not going to kick through that window. You Makes to sense. Shoot it. Yep. Um, shit, if that wasn't it. I mean, if it does make sense that the fire hose would hold. Um... God, two things that you would have had a problem with. Held better than the lights did in Christmas office party. <laughs> True story. Um, I don't know. They both have to do with air ducts. Oh, the air, well, isn't that the the most argued, not argued about, most pointed out like that should, they did it on Mythbusters. Yeah. There, it just doesn't work. There, there, are, there are no air ducts that big. And or that are going to hold you. Or that'll hold you. Right. So him crawling through the air ducts is the one, even though it's one of the greatest lines in movie history. Come out to the coast. We'll have a few jinks. Uh, the second one is when he falls in the elevator shaft and he catches himself with his fingertips. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. Bullshit. It's John McLean. I know. But but uh, of all of that and all of that that happens in that movie, I can I I'm really legitimately okay with all of it because I'm like okay I you know, but except for those two spots and that to me is that what that's what makes that movie so good is the it's not scene. so ridiculous over the top. It's not like the second one. You're like really. Even though this is fucking awesome, a really? lot of that was filmed in Alpena, Michigan. Up oh, the by, second one, up by my where my grandparents used to live. Yeah, up in northern Michigan. But, you know, with the snowmobiling and all yep. that stuff. Alpena. Yep. Um, the scene where he's running through the glass and then he's literally picking broken pieces of glass out of his feet. Again, the Coke Dude, bottle story I told you about. Yeah, that's like, a, I, that's a hard ass right there because I I don't think I, that'd be tough. And the amount of I mean, it was just that Coke bottle that I jumped on in the yep. lake. And he's pulling that. That's instantly what I thought of because, God, that was just not pleasant. So, yeah. I, I, I love it. I, I made When you showed up shirt. in it today, I was like, that's fucking great. That's and fucking great. Really, that's the only reason I did it. So I just want to see Greg's face. It was great. <laughs> Everybody wants to see my face until they see it. Then they want to run. Oh, stop it. It's you true. know, fix it. Get a Boba, Boba Fett helmet. Dude, I mean, that would be amazing with the shirt. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Amazon. Yeah. It is Christmas. Um, treat yourself. Treat yourself. <laughs> so who's going to play in the college football playoff? 
Um, same four teams every single year. <laughs> or I, I'll, I'll narrow that down. Like I was just saying before we did this, there's no drama anymore for the college playoff. It's going to be Alabama. It's going to be Clemson and either Ohio State or, Ohio State's or Notre Dame or whoever. It, it, it's the, just The three that are in, as far as I'm concerned, have to be Ohio State, Clemson, and, correct. and Alabama. Who's number four? Um, do you Now you have Notre Dame and Florida with one loss. Florida has two losses. Flor- Florida, actually, Florida has three losses. So they're out. So yeah. it'll be they have a decision to make with Notre Dame. And they just lost to Clemson. Clemson. Now, uh AM, Texas AM has one loss. That loss was to Alabama. Right. They beat Florida. Uh Oklahoma has two losses, so they're probably not going to get picked. Right. Who who do you pick? Do you pick AM or do you pick Notre Dame? Honestly, I really could give a shit about college football this whole season because of how bad Michigan's yeah, been. That's not did what I, I asked you. Did I, well, uh, the reason I'm saying <laughs> that, there's a reason, is because I don't know because I haven't watched enough. I, I can't tell you who should be in. Like, you know, Texas A&M got, I think, curb stomped by Alabama, but that was their only loss. So how do you, you, know, how do you keep them out? So basically you have a fourth spot open. It's going to be a team with a loss. It, there is no, there it is no question. That's right. correct. Well, there's only uh, two undefeated teams. I mean, that that excuse me, Cincinnati's undefeated, but God forbid they get to go. And um, why not? Well, because they're just not good enough. They don't have the eye test. Their college doesn't bring in enough money. That's the I know. That's I know. The it's it's fucking garbage. Uh, this this whole selection show bullshit. It's garbage. I don't think Notre Dame should get to go. Everybody's like, well, yeah, but they beat Clemson. They beat Clemson without Trevor Lawrence, and they allowed the second-string quarterback to score 40 points on them, and they had to go to overtime to beat Clemson without Trevor Lawrence. Last night, when the actual team was there, Notre Dame got fucking mauled. Notre Dame was up 10 to nothing. Why is Notre Dame playing Clemson twice? ACC. Notre Dame, Notre Dame plays an ACC schedule now. In football, mm-hmm. every year. Mm-hmm. So they join the ACC. No, they didn't join the ACC. They just play an ACC schedule. Such bullshit. They've been in the ACC for every sport except football. I think this year they agreed to play an ACC schedule because, because of, the, of year. the COVID thing. Okay. Yeah, uh, we're going to wait and see what happens next year. But they played twice because of the ACC championship game. Well, they play Big Ten hockey season. They're in the Big Ten in hockey. Yeah. Which, well, they're they're not in the ACC in hockey because the ACC doesn't have hockey. Crazy. But they're in the ACC for basketball. Correct. And uh, uh, soccer and softball curling. and curling shit like that. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I, I I I think it's disappointing that teams that are like BYU that are undefeated. I think BYU is undefeated. I have to double check. They they're they're way down in the rankings. Ten and one. BYU's ten and one. Yeah, just because I listened to the head coach on Jim Rome the other day. Then they don't deserve to go. It, they don't deserve to be in it uh, again. We said it before. Take the ten teams that won their conferences and let's let them play. But right. um, because I'm gonna tell you what, right now I, nobody again. We say it every year. Nobody wants to play Oklahoma right now. No, Oklahoma's hot, but they got two losses, so fuck them. They can't possibly be. Um, Which is why the playoffs need to go to eight teams. Yeah. How let about them pl- uh, let them play? How about or- California telling uh, the college football, the Rose Bowl, that they will not let the teams' uh, families be in attendance because of COVID restrictions? Did you see what Brian Kelly said from Notre Dame? No, this was pre ass yeah. beating from Clemson. He, he said we want we don't want to go. No, he said if the families aren't allowed to go, we're not going to play. Well, I knew that he wasn't going to have to worry about it because Clemson was going to kick their balls in this week. Uh, I don't think they get to go. I think they allow Texas A and M to go because they're from the SEC. Mm-hmm. But, but um, uh, so college football said, "Well, no problem. We'll just move it to Texas." So Jerry Jones is going to have another playoff game in his stadium. Jarrah, I'm okay with that. The guy built a stadium 
I built a he he built a stadium, not the taxpayers. He built a stadium. Use that bitch. Build it. Yeah, they, they will come. You, a lot, <laughs> a lot. Bunches. Yeah, um, that's kind of it for college football. I mean, it's kind of over. I love the hat with the with the. I should have. I don't have one anymore. Sorry, right. no reminds that. Sorry. Right. I used to have one. It was a Jeff Gordon one, but I don't. I don't wear it anymore. Retired. Yeah. The hat, not him. Both. Both. Mm. Yeah. Hey, I we had one, so I grabbed it and brought it in. I got uh, I got HBO Max this week. Do tell, Greg. What, what's your review of HBO Max? Well, I had I, the story is I was paying for the HBO channel on Prime, and I, I was we would throw Prime up, and I you know it says on HBO, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you'd see the movie and you'd watch it. I didn't really realize I was paying fourteen ninety nine a month for it, but whatever. So once I did the research and I found out, I said I told you a couple weeks ago. I said, you know what? If Roku and HBO ever get their shit together. I'll probably cancel my Amazon channel and, and do the Ro- the Roku cap for a month or so. At least at least for December, right? And Give get it a Wonder- run. And get Wonder Woman. Give it a run. So uh, you texted me the other day. I think it was Wednesday. Hey, HBO, uh, Roku, come to an agreement. The app will be on there <laughs> tomorrow. It, Thursday so, morning. Yeah, so you know Roku's been sitting on this shit ready to go. Um, and I canceled Amazon and I opened it up. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you what. I- I'll tell you what. I... There is a metric ass ton of content. I can't on HBO give HBO. Max. I can't give HBO any shit at all about what they've got available on their app because there is a, like you said, a metric ass ton of stuff. Um, to me, I so I currently have the Hulu bundle that has Hulu, Disney Plus, and ESPN Plus. I have Amazon Prime, and I have Amazon Prime simply because I have Amazon Prime for shipping. Good. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? For $99, you get the free two-day shipping, and you get the monthly subscription for service year. for the whole year. Uh, I have Netflix, and now I have HBO Max. Uh, I would dump Netflix if there wasn't two shows on there that my wife really likes. She really, she, Susan, she really likes uh, Mindhunter, mm-hmm. and there was another one. Uh, Netflix just doesn't do it for me anymore. Like the only time I catch myself watching Netflix is if I'm watching that '70s show or something. But I've got those on DVD, so it doesn't bother me. Right. I'm gonna tell you what, guys, give HBO Max a try because the DC, God, the DC stuff that they had on there. If you're a it's the new home Batman of D- fan, it's it going to be the new home of DC. They got the Harley Quinn comic. Yep. Which I've got to watch because the I've animated one is yes, how good it is. Don't. It's not a kid. It's show. not a kid show. No, but. I, I tell you, I, I got to give it a thumbs up as of right now. I, I would have to say, oh, dude, it's got Friends. It's got... Um, Big Bang. It's got Big Bang Theory. It's got Reno 911. Yes. It's got South Park. Yep. Um, all kinds of other stuff. Uh, I was really... I was Plus really all their original stuff. Game of Thrones, all that Game stuff Game of is Thrones, on there. Deadwoods, Westworld, uh, all of Barry, all, all of it. So... Plus, it's got the movies that they're showing on a monthly basis. Mm-hmm. Like right now, I think they had uh, movies isn't even their strong suit. Yeah, no, Doctor Sleep and Midway, and there was a couple others. Right. I was I, I tell you what, I give I've There's given a lot HBO of stuff a little bit of shit over the years. Um, plus, I'll take it back for now. Plus, you get all those new release movies next year at home. Yeah, well, I paid fourteen ninety nine a month. I'm gonna see a Wonder Woman. Right. I'm going to see it. I might not like it, but who gives a fuck because now, it's on my TV. You can watch it in your Boba Fett Underoos. I'm going to. 
I'm going to, and I'm going to be like, which one would win? Wonder Woman or Boba Fett? <laughs> there you go. Help, help us out, Richard. <laughs> which one's going to win? Oh, God. Don't even get Richard started on the Wonder Woman discussion. Oh, boy. Man, he's... He is just like... He he's is, an angry little elf about a, that. He is a South Pole elf when it comes to Wonder Woman. Straight I really up, wish he was here. I do, too. Straight up. So this is what Richard's upset about. Richard's upset about how Cheetah just doesn't do it for him as a villain. And I gotta, I gotta agree. Me, too. But her origin story and backstory in DC, she's a very formidable foe. She is Wonder Woman's arch nemesis. Richard's and, argument is that Wonder Woman is a god. Her sword is called the God Killer. Yep. Makes sense. But I did some research because I don't know. I, I don't know the backstory of Cheetah. I, I never went that deep in the comics back then. That's what she said. <laughs> True. Um, <laughs> she was born and made from gods. So that right there tells me, in the comics, and I was trying to explain this to him and send him pictures of it, she's strong enough to bite through Superman. Yeah, she bit and she Superman did, and pierced skin. And infected it, just like a werewolf does, infected him and turned him into one, too. So, yeah, she's... that's That was that episode where Superman was caught running down the street in a pair of cheetah leopard skin pumps, right? Yeah, it was in the after credit scene of Twilight. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't, I'm curious to see it. Uh, I'm excited to see it. Uh, you know, it's a Christmas Day movie, so I mean, we'll have it this week. HBO Max has the first three minutes. You can watch the first three minutes of it uh, as a free preview. I watched, I intro. watched it. I mean, it's just it doesn't give you anything. It didn't make me want to watch it anymore. It any didn't less. make me want to watch it any less. Yep. I mean, Dylan and I will probably go see it in Dolby on either Christmas Day or the day after. But good enough. Um, it's a comic book movie. Yeah, it, I, I agree. God knows we haven't had one in forever. So we haven't had much of anything in forever. So I'll, uh, I'm all in. I'll watch it. Yeah, me too. No problems there. Me too. Just lighten up, Richard. Eh. Come on. Hey, listen. I can I can get on board with what Richard's saying because, like I just told you, you know my rules. We've had some very heated arguments just about why did you just just let it go? Well, I can't just because that's just who I am, how right. I'm made. I, I I I get where he's coming from. Plus, you got to remember. So you're like. Not, so you're he, like my mom. You will just keep bringing shit up, right? That's year up. after year that's, after year. That's, that's fucked up. There you just is no won't call let shit go, Greg. To treat someone like that at Christmas time, Mike. <laughs> you can't do that. I I take that back. You know, we also have to remember that, you know how we are with football and hockey. That's right. what we grew up with, and that's like us. Mm -hmm. That's Richard with comics. Yeah, Richard. I mean, Richard. Hey, he sat on this show on Mother's Day talking about the greatest thing his mother ever did for him, and his mother took him to a comics book convention. Absolutely. So that's. I, I get it. I get it. You know what? And he even said, hey, it may be good, but I'm not. I'm just not excited about it. I, I got to well, be honest said with you. He said he's not going to watch it. That's true. He That's did say, where I was he like, did say why he's would not you not it. at least, minimum, give it a shot. Yeah. If you don't like it, you don't like it. Move on. I, I will say this. I, I'm not excited about seeing Kristen Wiig in this role. Not I, either. I like Kristen Wiig. I'm, I'm kind of at the point with movies that it's literally okay. Here was one something that happened this week. What happened, Greg? I read an article, uh, and it had to do with uh, it had to do with the Mandalorian, and uh, there was mention of Vice Admiral Thrawn, right? Grand Admiral, Grand Admiral, Grand Admiral Thrawn. Now everybody online is like, "You got to have Benedict Cumberbatch play him in the role because it it's perfect. It fits it does. perfectly." But here's my problem: Benedict Cumberbatch is a great actor. He's really good. I love him as Doctor Strange. He's been in several other roles. I liked it. But you know what? Can't we... Why does it have to be... Let's get Tom Cruise to do it. Because... He's so angry. 
Well, not what, but I mean, it's like Tom Cruise. Not great. it's like there's eight people that play all these roles, and it's really kind of getting to the point that it's just it's just saturated. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because names put butts in the seats. No, 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 no. I'm talking this instance. Okay. Th- this example, the way Thrawn is present presented in Clone Wars and Rebels, that his mannerisms, his presentation is Cumberbatch to a T. I I, I agree. It's that. That low key, um, like best example, uh, Cumberbatch's voice is Smog the Dragon. Yeah, that real low bass. I mean, the, it was a dragon, obviously, but yeah. The best way to describe it is his look, his presentation, and his, his the way he can deliver Thrawn's personality that was in the show. It's a hundred percent match. I, I agree. Hundred percent. I, I, I understand it. But I get what you're saying. You know what I mean? I mean, it's like... You Are there could, any we, new actors out there we, that need work? Yeah, <laughs> we couldn't find someone other than Kristen Wiig to play Cheetah. Because Kristen Wiig... Right. You know what I mean? Oh, well, it's Kristen Wiig. She wants to do it. Oh, well, okay. I mean, I really like Kristen Wiig, but whenever I look at Kristen Wiig, I see old girl from Paul. Oh, yeah. You know? True. Bridesmaids. I see, I see the girl from Bridesmaids. It's just... Comedian. Yeah, Comedian. Yeah. I mean, and I can't say too much because, you know, that's what we used to see Tom Hanks as. But... True. I, I don't know. I, I I see where Richard's coming from. I you know I'm gonna give it a whirl. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna let it happen. So we'll we'll see. But I would have was... liked to have seen. You know, hey, I mean, obviously the the name doesn't it would never have happened. But you throw someone like Ronda Rousey in that role, yeah, who comes I, off as intimidating. Yeah, it, it would help. I think the reason they did go with Kristen Wiig because she is a name and because Cheetah is Kristen Wiig's built like Cheetah. Mm-hmm. Very long and spindly, and right. you know. So I, you know, fuck. Who knows? Maybe, maybe, maybe she wins Best Actor. I, who fucking knows? <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. Safe bet. Yeah. Yeah. Our bottom line is, we're looking forward to watching it. So yeah. Well, and we will talk about it when we return next year. All right. So, a question for you. Go. Christmas Day. Yep. You get up. You know, you guys do your Christmas thing. You've got Morgan. You've got Dylan there. You guys do your Christmas. Mm-hmm. You. You eat your turkey, you drink your eggnog, and you sit down in the evening like, you know what, let's watch some TV. Mm-hmm. Are you going to watch Wonder Woman, or are you going to watch Letterkenny? Oh, I will be watching Letterkenny in my room. <laughs> Nobody, I mean, Dylan will watch it, but Amy is not aboard the Letterkenny Express, no. Well, I, I know, but I mean... Did you watch the opening for the first new episode? I did not. We'll watch that when when we wrap up here. Okay. It is fucking legendary. Legend. Wait for it. Dairy. Dairy. And Dairy's part of the show. And Dairy's part. You beat yeah. me to it. Yep. All right. Um, wow. There it is. Breaking news. College football playoff is set. Bama versus Notre Dame. Clemson versus Ohio State. Fuck Notre Dame. Fuck off. Um, yeah, I will definitely be watching Letter, Letter Kenny and giggling, having some spiced eggnog. Um. But yeah, we'll go see Wonder Woman. We may watch it in the living room. I don't know. My TV's taking a shit now, so I'll probably see it in, in the theater. They've got some really good deals on Amazon and at Walmart right now on really nice TVs. I'm going the HSN route. They do payments. <laughs> they they got those five flex payments, so that fair that, enough. That'll make it a lot easier. Not easier, but yeah, an easier way to pull it off. Put it that way. Good enough. And I mean, but you're right. Like the one I'm looking at is a. Samsung, uh, seventy-five inch QLED, eleven hundred bucks. Wow! You can make five payments on it. Eleven hundred bucks—that's a lot of money. Seventy-five inch TV. Think about it that way. Ten the, years ago. Well, the QLEDs are 
They're like looking through a window. And I'm thinking long term for the PS5. Yep. Like this TV will go into my room, my man cave room. That TV that I just bought for that room when we moved in two years mm-hmm. ago, God, two years ago already, um, that will go into the living room. Yeah. So Has it been two years? Yeah. It's two years. I thought you moved in last year. Mm-mm. No, wait. We, yeah, we just redid our lease. You're right. It has been a year. God, see? 2020. 2020. All it's like up. It's like nine years wrapped up into I'm one. All messed up. Yeah. Uh, all right. Take a break. Yeah, why not? Fuck it. It's our show. <laughs> So, Greg, do you like meat? More than life itself, Mike. Do you like to grill? More than life itself, Mike. Who doesn't, right? Because we're men. Of course. American men. American. Who does not love to fire up the grill during the summer and just have a good old-fashioned meat cookout, right? I know who. I know. ISIS. (laughs) They don't like to do that. True story. Right. But we here in America do. That's correct. And I guarantee you that's not going to happen without our favorite barbecue sauce. Ever again. Or hot sauce. Or anything. Ever again. Guess who makes it? I don't know, Mike. Who? I'm going to tell you. Tell me. And that's not water barbecue. Not with a K. water barbecue with a K. Yeah. Oh my God! It sounds delicious. Tell me about it, Greg. <laughs> let me tell you this: when you go to slather on this barbecue sauce from Not Water Barbecue, <laughs> on whether it's chicken or ribs or whatever you're doing, you'll hear angels singing over your shoulder while you're putting that barbecue sauce on your meat. It's true. It's incredible. Or if you're going to do up some wings, you use some of their world-famous pepper sauces. I prefer the mild and the hot mixed together. Um, Yeah, you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. I challenge you to find me a better sauce. I know that people are tired of hearing about it, but you're going to have to keep listening because this stuff is absolutely amazing. You will not find a better sauce. Yeah. Period. As if that can't get any better, Greg. Why don't you hit them with some other better, with, with some good news? Not Water Barbecue has lowered their prices across the board. Yes, let me tell you about how they've lowered their prices across the board. They basically everything they've knocked like I think fifteen percent off their normal price. Now you get free shipping at twenty five dollars, and if you use the code Fighting Ten F I G H T I N G one zero, you get an extra ten percent off of your order because you are a fan, family member, and friend of the Top Five for Fighting podcast. What we call it is a meat VIP. It's a meat V. You know what? That is what we call it. I got it written right here, and I didn't say it. Show me anywhere else where you can go get a bottle of the best barbecue sauce I've ever tasted for four ninety nine. You can't. That, it, it's insane. It's and stupid. It, it, it's crazy stupid. It's it's just dumb. But seriously, if you have not tried this, do yourself a favor. Order a bottle of their sauce or their pepper sauce or their dry rub. Their dry rub is fantastic. They have two rubs, their original or the sweet heat. And when I say sweet heat, I mean sweet heat. As Philip Eddy says, it's a game changer. Phil, no lie, broke the system because he ordered so much they ran out of stock and we had to wait for them to get restocked because of superfan Phil Eddy. Yep. But in all seriousness, do yourself a favor. Try Just try it and I dare you to not like it. Not Water Barbecue, K-N-O-T-W-A-T-E-R-B-B-Q.com. That's Not Water with a K. Code Fighting 10. You know what's even more impressive than what's their sauce? What's more impressive than their sauce? That we just did this without even a script. That's right. We just well, It's so good we could do this off top of our head. For an hour and a half. Because most people just read off advertisements and they're like, yeah, I got to read this, such and such. But no, we use it, we eat it, we love it, and we will sing it till the end of time. Not Water Barbecue with a K. Yeah. Welcome back. Hi. Hi. 
Hey, I uh, actually did run across something, a couple of things the other day I forgot to talk about in the, the I had them written down here. Oh, what yeah. is it? Um, you know they're going to redo Fletch? Yeah. It's not It's not the movie, the original movie, they're going to go on with another one of the books. I guess John Hamm's going to play the role. I know. I... I don't know. Yeah, I agree. I don't, I'm not quite sure what to do. Like, or think. Do we need to? It's like that line in Jurassic Park. You were so preconceived with the can we, but never stop to think, should, should we? Should we? Yeah. I, it's not the exact quote, but I, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, I read an article with John Hamm, and they're like, yeah, it's not going to be the same, you know, because it's that, that will always be like Chevy Chase's character and this and that, and blah, blah, blah. And I, okay, I, I get it. I, I, that, but to me also, that's Hollywood now. That's what they do. They just remake and, and, and rehash. I don't know. I guess I'll reserve judgment until I see it. Yeah, I mean, that, that's the only thing you can do. It's a little disappointed, but... There's uh, I mean, really? I, I agree. I agree. I, but I'm not going to lie. I'd love to see me some good Fletch. But I do it's, too. It's, it's hard. It's hard to. It, it'll be hard to top what Chevy Chase did. There's only, in my opinion, there's only one actor that I think that they could announce that would do this that I'd be Ryan like, Reynolds. okay, I'm okay with this. No. No. I mean, stay, stay in the red suit. Stop. Just stop. Okay. Jason Sudeikis. Yeah, he'd be good. He could deliver that. I mean, of, co- of course Ryan Reynolds would fucking nail it, but just please get to work on Deadpool 3. Stop fucking around. Yeah. Hey, when does that Freeman movie come out? Um, I think they bumped it back again until Damn. March. I think it's March now. That sucks. But right. um, yeah, I, Jason Sudeikis, I think, could absolutely nail it. He could. It just he, Jason Bateman he, might do a pretty good job of it. He could too. I mean, but Sudeikis it, has got he's got the look in the build. It's, it's it's yeah a little bit better. It's it's and plus it's just the wit. It, it's that quick one liner, you know, sarcastic shit. Um, Sudeikis is very very good at. Yeah, he is. But I don't know. I, like you said, we'll see. Yeah, I, I mean, I, it was just something that had came, come up. I saw. It. I don't know how much we both liked that movie. Yeah. Uh, I also came across. You already knew about it. Uh, for those of you that are looking forward to being able to watch The Office on Peacock in January, uh, if you want to watch past season two, you're going to have to pay. Yeah. You, you won't. You won't get uh, season three through nine, nine on free. You're going to have to. Uh, I mean, it's only. It, like Mike says, it is only four ninety nine a month, but it is that cheap. Is kind of a kind of a shitty thing to say hey you can watch everything for free oh wait you want to watch one of the most popular shows ever yeah you're not gonna get to watch that for free they drug they drug dealer you yeah they do you want to taste yeah first one's free guys first one's free free. (laughs) yeah okay well mike spent so much time on his top five list this week that we do not have a a top five feud but that's okay because technically Hey, this we've, we've was, done a lot of shit today. This was yeah. This was the end of um. This was the end of the contest, and I was not going to catch Mike. So we will be writing as top five for fighting. We will be writing a check to Wounded Warriors. Let me find it. We will be writing a check to Wounded Warriors for. Let's see. We got fifteen. You had fifteen points, and we have six Patreon sponsors. So we're writing a check for twenty-one bucks. Okay. I know that's not a lot of money, but you know what? Let's Every. Just- Rounded up to thirty. Everything helps. I don't have the I don't have the extra nine bucks. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go turn a few tricks and I uh, I'll round up the nine bucks. <laughs> Figure three appointments should cover it. How how am I gonna make three thousand dollars? <laughs> well, you can have sex with three hundred women, three hundred fat women for ten dollars a pop. I mean, they need love too. But they got to pay for it. Oh. <laughs>
that's funny. So today we'll do the final triple trivia of the year, and after this one, I'm going to start a new string next year. Oh, nice. Start so fresh. Do you remember the last movie? I never do. The last movie was Guardians Backdraft? of the Galaxy 2. Oh, Guardians now, of the Galaxy 2. I forgot last week because I was so excited. I forgot to tell everybody what the tie was between Austin Powers' Spy Who Shagged Me Never and Guardians of the Galaxy 2. The tie was Seth Green as the voice of Howard the Duck in the post trailer, the post uh, credits right. trailer, because he said the one line. Do you want them to do a, a Howard the Duck and do it right? Yes. Me too. I want it to be done and done right and to go on like Hulu or or whatever. Because if you do a Howard the Duck, it's got to be... It's adult. It's a... Yeah. It's not dirty, but it's adult. It's along that. It's that really... It's that... Put it... It's that gray area between R and PG-13. Mm-hmm. PG-18. Um, I, I, I would love to see it. Yeah, I would too. It's already been greenlit and canceled like twice, I think. But I think it could be entertaining. I think that's a tough one to have a story for. It is. It really is. I mean, you'd have to really go back and hit some of, if there are any considered good comic storylines with with him. But it could also be one of those things where it's not just him and you tie in a couple other characters or something. I don't know. It could work, but will they do it? Probably not. Probably not. Great cameo character, though. Yeah. That's how you do it. He could be. He could be a fun... You tie He's that in helping with the side. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I agree. Guest appearance, I guess, is the best way to describe it. Okay. The end credit scene telling us the fate of each of the main characters in homage to Fast Times at Ridgemont High from 1992, which also has many scenes that take place in a mall. The director made sure to use the same font and color for the graphics. Both films were cast by Don Phillips, who also cast Dazed and Confused in 1993. So this is tied from Austin Powers? This is tied from Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, this is tied from Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. 91? 92? Post-credit scene? No. The end-credit scene telling us the fate of each of the main characters is an homage to Fast Times at Ridgemont High, right. which was released in 1982, and also has many scenes that take place in a mall. The director used the same font and color for the graphics for the end, end thing. Both films were cast by Don Phillips, who also cast Dazed and Confused. When you say both films, the movie I'm trying to guess... Yes, and Fast Times at Ridgemont High. And Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Okay. Yeah. Well, I immediately want to say Mall Rats. Yeah, that's it. It has to be, because I remember at the end, they do go to each character. Uh, Brody's comic book collection seen in the movie was director Kevin Smith's collection at the time, right. which has grown considerably since. The collection is what Smith was able to purchase back after selling his original collection to provide to finance production of Clerks. Right. I do remember that story. While shopping, Renee Mosier, Shannon Doherty, is seen wearing at least three different outfits. Doherty had a clause in her contract that she could keep everything her character wore, so came up with the plan that her character should wear everything she bought on her shopping trip. Smart. Smart. That's good business. It is good business. Good on you, Shannon. <laughs> uh, this, this is probably my favorite Kevin Smith movie. Uh, I agree. This Paul or Rats. Clerks 2? Clerks 2 is really good. Clerks 2 is fantastic. Plus, I made, I made, I should have, I should have made that character the that question the last one. Plus, the, 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 Rosario Dawson. Yeah, right. dancing, right, bouncing. That's well, let's just call it what it is. Bouncing. Funny movie. Mallrats is it's right up. I'll say it's one A one B. Mallrats is my favorite. Clerks Fair is right enough. there. Clerks two is right there. 
Yeah, both the clerks were really good. I liked them. Yes, a lot of fun. You've been itching to do this for four hours. Yeah, pretty much. So let's do it. All right, let me pull out my my tablet with <laughs> my me. written document that I did. That, that That's how far into it I got. But I, I'm still going to let you go first. All right, so you this was your idea, so you tell people what it is. All right, so what I did is I wanted to come up with an idea for a new Christmas movie or show, original, but using existing Christmas, we'll just say universe characters. All right. The whole scope. Could be anybody. Like today we did our Patreon special uh, where we watched Office Christmas Party. Um, Jason Bateman was in it. TJ Miller was in it. So you could have taken that character or any one of those characters and made your own spinoff Christmas movie using characters such as that. Fair enough. So I did. I came up with five original Christmas movies. I came up with five original Christmas movies, but they're kind of plays on existing movies. But there's there's twerks or tweaks. Okay. Okay, so the first movie that I came up with stars Robert Downey Jr. Okay. And and um and uh Taya Leone. Okay. And it's called The Iron Family Man. <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> That's fantastic. Um Basically, it's a story about how Tony Stark does the whole It's a Wonderful Life situation and about whether he wants to be where he is or somewhere else that he could have been, just like The Family Man. The play is the play on words there is The Family Man that had Nicolas Cage in it, which is it's 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 a remake of It's a Wonderful Life called by a different name. Right. Um, it's I like it. It's a good movie uh, with him and Taylor Leona. If you haven't seen it, watch it. Um, and that's what it is. Iron the Iron Family Man. Well done, sir. I like Thank it. You. Oh, fa- fa- oh, full disclosure. I was struggling with this because I'm not that creative. I had ideas, but I didn't like them. Susan and I spent the afternoon in or the day in Orlando yesterday with a couple of friends of ours. It's about an hour and a half drive. We came up with the five of these together. The only one that I came up with by myself, I will tell you. All right. Um, I struggled to get down to five because once <laughs> figures, once my screwed up head gets rolling like this, it's tough to stop. So. My number five, Greg, let's go back to the North Pole. All right. For years, we thought that the reindeer just had to try out to be part of Santa's reindeer team, but that's not the case. What we didn't know is that was just the final step in the process. In order to make Donner's final tryout, the reindeer must first travel to the South Pole and make the cut in the most intense training reindeer can endure. Next Christmas, from Stanley Kubrick, we're going to see Santa's eight. So so it's like it's like full metal jacket. Yeah. But it's South it's, Pole. Yeah. You make it out of the South Pole, then then you have a shot. Then you have a shot. That's yep. fantastic. Mm-hmm. That is so good. By Kubrick. <laughs> By st- it would have to be. Yeah. All right. This is the one that I came up with on my own, and I'm very proud of myself because this needs no explanation at all. And mine is <laughs> Dr. Seuss is how the Grinch stole the election. <laughs> <laughs> Just make up your own story there. I, I, the mailroom. Easy enough. Duh. Easy enough. Fucking brilliant, so, dude. <laughs> Good on you. I'm not saying that it did or didn't happen, but it was just too topical to not have a good time it's with. It's always going to be there to joke about. Fair enough. All right. So, once again, we're going back to the North Pole, Greg. 
Well, you have to. It's Christmas time. Everyone's favorite North Pole elf, dentist, Hermie, never really quite got over the years of abuse from the master elf, played by Robert De Niro. After a routine visit for his yearly cleaning, the master elf has disappeared. And Santa has an idea of what's going on after he visits Hermie to give him his Christmas present when he sees some disturbing clues in his office. And he suspects that Hermie may be hiding something more than his, ex- his Christmas presents in his basement. From the studio that brought you Girl with a Dragon Tattoo, Red Dragon, and Gone Girl, in 2021, we invite you to find out, we invite you to help us figure out who's been pulling teeth. <laughs> pulling teeth. <laughs> All right. Nice. Hermie is a serial killer. He, well, duh. Low key. I think he's probably gay, too. I mean, he took a beating he verbally did take on a that beating. show. Okay, <laughs> mine is a cross of two movies, and we'll see if you can put them together. <laughs> it's a miracle on Elm Street. Oh, my God. So on Miracle on 34th Street, the lawyer had to prove that Santa Claus is real. I'm glad I'm not the only one that went dark. And on this, he has to prove that Freddy Krueger is not real to get Freddy off of the murders. So right. it's 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 that, but it's a miracle on Elm Street. I like it. <laughs> I Hey, I'd watch it. I w- probably would, too. I probably would, too. All right. Mine is very Rudolph heavily themed here, if you couldn't figure it out. Love it. Um, next Christmas in 2021... Five years after the events of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, girl reindeer are mysteriously gone missing. After some suspicious some suspicions, Clarice decides to go undercover at the North Pole's most successful adult elf club, the Candy Cane, in order to find some answers and find her missing friends. <laughs> the North Pole's... Read that again. The North Pole's what? Most successful adult elf club, the Candy Cane, <laughs> in order to find some answers and find her missing friends. Next year, from the director that brought us Silence of the Lambs, Jonathan Demme, takes us into the dark underworld of reindeer games. Susan said you have to do something with reindeer games because Mike likes that movie so much and we couldn't come up with anything. It's, I'm glad you did it. It's just a better version of that bad Christmas movie. The best part of reindeer games is that all the bad guys have deer names. Yeah, that that's the only reason that it's called Reindeer Games. Ben it Affleck's has, name is Rudy. Rudy. It has nothing to do with anything Zero. except their names. Yeah. Zero. Yeah. All right, this one was a no-brainer, and you're going to get the story premise and what happens just from the name. Nakatomi Alone. Oh, Jesus Christ. Kevin McAllister gets left at Nakatomi Plaza on accident on Christmas Eve and must deal or Christmas Eve and must deal with Hans Gruber and his band of thugs looking to rob the vault. We joke that could be made. You damn right it could be made. <laughs> and it would be good. Knock it. Knock it to me alone. Shoot the glass. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so good. All right. It's not all dark and dreary and full of murder, Greg. Should be. Because during a normal Christmas run, Buddy the Elf hits Santa's cough medicine a little too hard and falls out of the Santa sleigh in Chicago, Illinois. Now he's got to find his way back to the North Pole. Little did Buddy know the roof that he fell through was America's favorite dad, Clark Griswold. Clark then takes it upon himself to get Buddy back home to the North Pole, and on the way out, they strike on a road trip of a lifetime to get Buddy home. But when the family truckster breaks down, they meet two unlikely heroes on a road trip, Dale Griffith and Neil Page. Coming in Christmas of 2022, starring Will Ferrell, Chevy Chase, John Candy, and Steve Martin. Yeah, I know they're dead. Deal with it. The road trip that no one asked for, 
National Lampoon's Slays, Canes, and All-Terrain Vehicles. Nice. <laughs> I didn't do Clark Griswold because I knew that you would work Clark Griswold in there. Have to. That's perfect. <laughs> that would be the best. <laughs> National Lampoon, of course. Right. All right, this next one, my number one, is Susan's idea, but I came up with the story premise. It's called The Bad Santa Claus. Starring Tim Allen and Billy Bob Thornton, Santa realizes, because every Santa movie has a clause, like with a legal clause, Santa realizes that he must bring a bad Santa to redemption or he will lose being Santa Claus. I like it. We just watched Santa, Bad Santa 2 last night, too. Bad Santa 2? Bad Santa 2. I've never seen the second one. It's Christina Hendricks. That's all I need to say. All right. Two big reasons to watch that movie. <laughs> Not that she shows him, but she, yeah. she's very funny in it. Um, and plus, the, the um, I can't remember the actor's name, the midget. Oh, him, yeah. Him and Billy guy. Bob Thornton just fucking hate each other. They do. They're just gold. But and they're the, perfect. They, they, and the kid's they, grown up, and he's still just as dumb. <laughs> but still as innocent as ever. Like it's it's not as good as the first one. It's a fun watch. Gotcha. All right. Number one, this is the one that spawned the whole idea. Okay. This is the one that made me think, okay, I gotta suggest this because this idea hit me right away. Here we go. It's nineteen fifty, Greg. The war is over and the world has found peace once again after the brutal events of World War II. Christmas is something once again people look forward to. But little did we know that behind the curtains, a new evil has made its way around the new world. The Burgermeister Meisterburger has assembled a new army in the shadows and once again found his way into power. After assembling a massive army, he has taken over and made Christmas once again illegal and disavowed all gift-giving in any form under the punishment of execution. Santa Claus now has no choice, but he has to make the one phone call he wishes he never would have to make. With his back against the wall and no options left, Santa has to call upon one man who can defeat the Burgermeister Meisterburger and save Christmas. Jesus, who is it? Lieutenant Aldo Rain and his group of inglorious bastards are now set out to take down the Burgermeister Meisterburger to save Christmas in the inglorious bastards of Christmas with special guest, the Bear Jew. (laughs) Well done. Coming in 2021, directed by Quentin Tarantino. Of course it is. It would have to be. Why wouldn't it be? That's incredible. That's... That's fucking sweet. Because once again, there's no better villain to have than Nazis. I they they make the best villains in movies. There is no better villain to Ever. have Nazis. Picture that. Just picture that movie. That movie would be fabulous because you could make it real live with the stop motion animation. Yes. Yes. Ugh. The Inglorious Bastards Save Christmas. That's like just. <laughs> And I love the fact, like, yeah, I'm patting myself on the back here, but the one phone call Santa wished he'd never have to make. Never have to make. Because <laughs> there's only one group that can do this and enjoy it. <laughs> I want my scalps. Yep. I need my scalps. So good. <laughs> you owe me 100 Nazi scalps. Nazi. Huh, that was fun. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. As disturbing as that would be. That, that would be freaking great. Well, um, we just wrapped up 2020, my friend. Yeah, we did. Little, little bit of hair twist flip, and everything. Flip the Santa hat. We won't. Uh, we're going to take next week off simply because family <laughs> we, in town. Because we can. No free time, and well, we got free time, but you know, it's a, 
it's a, a break and recharge type. We hope everybody is safe and happy and you guys get, uh, you know, not even by getting the presents you want, just that you get the things that you want for Christmas. Get just some time to sit back and be happy. Yeah. Yeah. And then reflect on the fact that, you know, even though 2020 is over, and we're still going to be dealing with the same shit at the beginning of 2021. <laughs> I don't think it'll be as bad. No, it won't. We got two vi- two vaccines out there now, at least. And hockey's coming. Hockey's on its in way. In weeks. Yes, so that is the announcement. We forgot to do that. We forgot to make that announcement. Well, it's, again, officially unofficial until they make the call on Monday. Unofficial. The NHL has agreed to a 56-game season. The divisions are not yet set in stone. There's talk that some of the Canadian teams will play down here, exclusively down here in the States. I don't know how they're going to pull that off. I personally hope they do an all-Canadian division. I think that would be awesome. Just not let them. They won't travel. They won't cross They the just border. want to restrict yeah. the travel, or they're going to have them down here permanently, which I hope that doesn't happen for the Canadian fans. They deserve to see their hockey teams. I mean, they should. Um, but above all, above all else, there's going to be hockey. And I cannot wait, and it's weeks away. And we are going to turn into something that we can use to make our lives better. What's that, Greg? Well, I'm glad you asked, Mike. <laughs> We are going to have a fantasy hockey league. Yes. We are going to have a maximum of 10 teams. We have four spots filled already. Yes. The first six people that respond via email or tweet or text, and you can text your response to... 727-793-4954. None of you bastards have texted me to even say hi yet. We'll have a spot. Shame on you. The winner will receive a prize. That prize will not be won by Mike and I. Because hockey's Just, back, and I've already won. Because, well, it's not fair for us to have a contest and then win the prize. Um, we even, you know, Isn't so. I'm I mean, kidding. no, I know. I mean, it, it, we, we, you know, maybe we make a trophy that we mail out. Who knows? We'll figure it out. But it'll probably be on ESPN. We're going to do fantasy hockey, and there you go. That's it. So let us know. That's it. Uh, Looking forward um, to it. By the time the next episode comes out, we will have a winner of the Predict the Playoffs contest that we did for football, where we had three entries, all with the last name Eddie. God, I ho- please let Phil win. Yeah. Please of, let of, Phil win. Of those three, we hope that Phil is the Eddie that wins. Um, but that's it. Uh, we are. Oh, going- you mean Phil didn't enter three times? No. Oh no! It was Phil, Eddie. And I thought for sure think, it was Phil with three entries. Does he, have, does he have brothers and cousins or something? I uh, think? Yeah. Daughters and what? Yeah, it okay, could be so, with the girls and yeah. the, or Lisa. I've got the emails. So, but anyway, the That's last funny. name, last name. So, somebody named Eddie's going to get a seventy-five dollar gift card to a restaurant they want. So, I mean, that's it. Uh, if one last thing, if there's any suggestions that anybody may have for stuff you want us to do next year, ideas, please just send them. Tweet us, email it. Text me at 727-793-4954. Just let us know, and we'll do it. We don't care. Our Patreon sponsors do. We do whatever they tell us to do. Yeah, or anything they ask. We just did their, again, we just did their movie episode today. They'll get that for Christmas. You're welcome. Yeah, hope you guys enjoy it. Um, Shit, what was I going to say? Oh, this is episode 89, which is impressive. Wow, Michigan Uh, won those. Rose Bowl in in 89. Good year. And Basketball National Championship. I am. Uh, I'm See looking how my mind to. Works. Yep, I'm looking to do something pretty big for episode 100. There may be a four or five hour podcast involved. Strippers. I mean, if that's what it takes to get people in here for four or five hours, that's what the fans want. Right. I mean, we got to do. <laughs> we got to do what the people tell us. <sighs> Merry Christmas, buddy. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Merry thanks, Christmas to all you guys. Thanks for every single person that's listened, watched, yep. been involved, whatever you know. Merry Christmas, Joe, Ash, Jake, Phil, Richard, Trent, Nick, Nathan. Richard, Amy, Nick, I guess. Amy, 
all of you who support us and donate, thank you very, very much. Appreciate it. We'll see you next year. This is the dumbest joke ever. See you next year. Yahoo! Uh. <laughs> but you know what? It still works. Fucking perfect for this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we ain't highbrow here, son. Yeah, that's right down the middle of the highway for us. Bye, guys. Later. Let me tell you something about this monstrous leviathan. Hand goes up. Please don't tell me that he's going to ask. Just wait. When does he kill the vampires? How you feel about that, Ash? I could not care less. I think we're just going to have to clockwork orange your ass. All right. Wow, that's a good one. Thanks for bringing the room down, Richard. That sounds good. I was literally I can smell the freedom. He always buries the, something. Here's the precursor to this story. When I first it's like met a cat Nick. in a litter box. <laughs> All right, good one. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, you know whatever. And now I have a son in that same infantry. Literally, and it's it's just it's amazing to me.